Welcome to this bonus mini episode of the podcast Transformations. My name is Nick Bank and I'm your host. Today I'll be interviewing the authors of the new exciting book Hidden Challenges, Human Dynamics in Organizational Change and Recovery. In this five episode mini series, I will interview each of the chapter authors in turn. On this fourth episode, I discuss how to manage anxiety of executives while maintaining reflection capabilities. I've provided the link to the book on Amazon and to Ricardo's LinkedIn profile in the show notes below. Now, on to the interview. Hello, Ricardo. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Where are you calling in from today? I'm presently at Santiago, Chile. Uh, Ricardo, you and I, we have, we have met through the, uh, the INSEAD uh, network, but for those that don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? My formal education originally was as a civil engineer, and then I went into uh, business and finance. So I worked as a civil engineer, moved into finance, and I was sort of numbers above all. And, you know, in time, I started discovering that the real world is not what the lab tells us to be, you know, particularly an engineering lab. And I started to become interested in that through my business endeavors, I would say. I, I kind of uh, turned towards more emotional aspects of business and uh and not only the rational number crunching uh things so so in few words i could say that i'm a kind of a and a seeker of uh what is happening in the world through what is happening within me you know i think that we have the possibility of understanding the world when we also pause to see what is happening to us can you tell the listeners a little bit about what this chapter focuses on? Sure. My pleasure, actually. <laughs> My concern is that business life is usually a, a gamut of, of different aspects of which I would say that negotiation skills, number uh, crunching, understanding finance are a part. But then you have the interrelational part, you know, between human being. And that needs a different kind of mindset in order to, to have the possibility to lower anxiety on one side, even when stakes are high, and also to be able to reflect on what is happening, hopefully in real time. The problem is that we usually kind of react instead of reflect. And, uh, and that's what my thesis is, or by my chapter, I should say, is mainly about. It is my thesis originally, you know, then, then I went into this book because I was interested and have been for a long time about how to manage these challenges of executives while maintaining a reflection capability. 
I think you focus on something that a lot of executives, and you know this much better than me, a lot of executives experience that there's a lot of stress, there's a high pressure for performance. They actually want to reflect, but they are not sure how to find time for it. And then you introduce something that I read as the deep system. Can you maybe tell us more, how did you come to experience and, and develop that? Yes, well, it, it's part of my own story, I would say. The, the fact is that when you most re need reflection is when stakes are high, right? And big decisions have to be made that will affect the future of yourself, but also those around you, either the family or, or in business. And contrary, you know, to what we would hope, the, the, the higher the stakes are, the more anxiety comes in and we close our scope of view. So how do we keep that reflection capability even when the stakes are high? And, and that was the main thing because you can yield, so to speak, to anxiety and become desperate, you know, and, and stop the function. Uh, you know, correctly, or explode or hide or whatever, or you are very much at ease, but then you're not probably, you know, either negotiation, ne negotiating or taking, making decisions on high stakes. So how to have them both? Yeah. When I, when I read the chapter, uh, you, you describe how uh, the deep system is, it's not only based on your own previous experience, but you are actually also your own first test subject. Is that correctly understood? Well, uh, I have to tell you that mostly, as, as generally uh, in these times, there's not much new, really new discoveries and information, but rather collecting and, and, you know, and sorting information that is relevant. And I would say that is, that has been my work, you know, and in order to, if I had developed something, it is a, a kind of a structured way to go into this process in a way that will allow you to, to, to work better and have a better life. And this is because myself, I was, you know, at the time, I, I had been into, you know, OCD medication or anxiety medication and, uh, you know, psychologists and psychiatrists and, and whatnot during my not so short career, you know, in, in, in business, starting from a, a micro company and coming up to having, you know, thousands of, 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 of people working for us. And, uh, the thing is that through the whole time, I think I've been paying a high cost and that's why I went into seeing what can, what can I do to have a better quality of life? And then I, I used myself and in, 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 by, by recommendation of my teachers in my thesis. And I, I went up to, I would say almost 2000, uh, data points on, for instance, what was I doing and how was I feeling 
before the deep process, after the deep process, before meditation, after meditation, meditating in the morning or, or doing the deep process, I should say, in the morning or at night or every day or two days a week. And, and, and finally, after months and months of work, I came to, to see that there was a, a, a measurable change in, in, in mainly uh, three aspects. So, so these aspects were, one, I would call it lability, and that was the variation within a day or even within minutes of how you were feeling. You were very happy going out, and then you see that your car was scratched by someone, and then you go down to the bottom, and then you say it's not that bad, and well, that's, that's lability. Okay, you don't have like a, a baseline in which you don't move as much. So the reduction in ability was significant. The other factor was the, the state, you know, how, what was happening with positive and negative emotions. And, and in time, the positive emotions such as pride, happiness, thankfulness were growing and those like anger, rage, anxiety were diminishing. So these both come to a third and final, you know, and, and conclusive result that is well-being, that your well-being starts to improve measurably within weeks. If you apply these things, you know, this is like sports, of course. <laughs> You have to be constant, but if you are, the results are there. Deep, can you tell us what the letters uh, stand for and how the system works? I would rather tell you what it evoked than, you know, what the acronym is. And that is that, let's, let's imagine that you're a water skiing, for instance, you know, and you're going very fast and you fall you will probably not go into the water. You will rebound because the water will be like ice, right? It, 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 it is very hard. When you slow down, you can really submerge and you can see what I would say the lower part of the iceberg. That's much and, and that we could associate with conscious and subconscious or unconscious, uh, you know, uh, thoughts. And, and you can, you can contemplate things when you go deep within yourself. And this is a method exactly to do that, you know, more, more than what the words are. I think it's interesting that, that you describe the issue of, of self-discovery. And I was, I was drawn to that, uh, that aspect of, of the chapter thinking about, well, who is the one that actually realizes that a change needs to be made and then who actually makes the, the, the change. Is this the person itself? Uh, is this something coming from the outside? I was really thinking about the issue of self-discovery. Can you tell me more about the role of self-discovery in, in your experience? Absolutely. Uh, and, and this is my passion, as I was saying. It is, well, we, we start with, with, the, with the famous uh, phrase, know thyself, right? that has over 2,500 years. And 
that is the issue to 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 know to me it's it is all about knowing yourself and in order to do that it's hard to to go directly to action you know into into knowing yourself it's it's normally through reactions to the outside world to the impact that something like a beautiful scenery can can have can 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 make you feel something or a shout from a you know a bot or 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 a spouse you know that make you feel something entirely different but if you if you kind of train that that experience and then see what is happening within you you start understanding how you are how you act how you react and who you are and i think that that is a very very important point because people go into doing say you know i want to do that i want to do this but not really even a career but not really understanding who you are and then knowing whether your wants are really your own or are imposed by society or or must be or 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 you know your parents dreamed uh, dreamt that you would be or whatever you know so so i think that devoting time to knowing yourself for reflection again it's it's one of the best things that you can do in life Ricardo, I was I was wondering if there's a so we say almost like a a privilege of experience, as you said, you've certainly not only uh, been your own test subject, but you've also had a series of experiences that has led you to this insight. Do you think it can be applied to people that are just starting out in their careers now, also? Well, uh, yes, absolutely. I believe it can. But you have to have a certain maturity, and that doesn't come with age. You know, you can have you can be twenty years old and have one or and and have one year experience, or you can have forty years old and have one year of experience repeated twenty times. It doesn't make you more mature, right? So the point is how to really get out of busyness. Not business, business of being busy all the time, and you know that is an essential part of being able to grow up, to to stop for a while and look at life and yourself and see where you're standing, and you know do some check and balances, and then decide where to go, and and not only go go go, in. When we're young, we are more dependent, so to speak, on our passions or victims of, of our passions. So it's it's either go, 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 or relax, or sleep, or sex. And, and But but as we grow older, we start realizing uh, the, the value of reflection. And, and I think the sooner we get into that, the better the rest of our life and our present will be. So, Ricardo, now the book is out. What has been the response uh, when you have shared the chapter and your findings? Well, uh, 
the truth is it, it has surprised me, you know, in a positive way, very positive way. I wasn't coaching years ago. I was more mentoring, but after this, uh, the book and, and the theory, you know, of this deep system came out and uh, people started to learn about it. I have been doing more and more presentations and coaching, particularly to, 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 I would say, uh, you know, members of family businesses or CEOs or, you know, people that realize that they need some understanding of who they are in order to to act and the other factor is the importance of controlling anxiety not of letting go of that but that is also a, a very important part of the system to allow you to lower your anxiety not instantly for sure but within the day you know, you, you can't react if you have, God forbid, you know, a, I like motorcycles, a, a, a crash in a motorcycle. You won't, you won't be, you know, at peace with yourself uh, a few minutes afterwards. But you can proce process that in a way that will give you, will lower your anxiety. And so these are the two things, how to improve your reflection and how to lower your anxiety in order to do that. Ricardo, thank you for sharing uh, your perspectives on the deep emotion expression and processing system as uh, deep is, uh, is also called. I think it was fascinating to hear you start out with the introduction of that we want to get away from, from reacting rather than reflecting, as you say, and then beginning to to actually dive deeper. And I think you're beginning to describe a situation where in many companies, it's still not common to talk about feelings. Uh, we can sometimes maybe talk about joy, but certainly talk about anxiety or fear or self-loathing or distress in many organizations and in many cultures is still frowned upon. So I think here you really provide a new language, a new method to help us connect with that side of, of us that well, you and I, we know that, that it's there, right? But it's it, it remains hidden. And even if I were to begin in the deep system, most of it would also be hidden to me. Through uh, through your exemplary uh, self-experimentation, you have shown that it is possible and that it actually works. And, uh, you know, it's it's very brave to take the first, uh, to take the first pill off the production line, right? But you've done that and you're still here. And I think it's just been amazing to uh, to hear from you and, and check in with you in, in Chile today. I wish you all good and luck and fortune with the continued success of the book. And I uh, hope to see you in person one day. Thank you very much, Nikolai. It's been a pleasure to be able to talk to you and, 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 and have this conversation. And uh, I hope that more people are aware of the perils of anxiety and the possible solutions that are there that are not really, you know, a, a magic portion on one side, but mm. are also not that difficult if you apply them. And coming, I, I should say, coming from that world and being there, I think that there's some value for 
particularly executives in organizations, to to devote more time to reflection and and lower anxiety within in themselves and in their own, you know, workforce and, and, and house, you know, and why not in their families? So thank you very much for the opportunity, Nikolai, to to explore a little bit of this. Thank you so much, Ricardo. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transformations. I hope you enjoyed it. Please remember to like, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for your time and stay tuned for a new episode of Transformations. More episodes on the way.